Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2463. Do you have FOMO around food? By Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Sunday and welcome to Optimal Health Daily or OHD, where I read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. And with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Do you have FOMO around food? By Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. I have a clear memory of being five years old at my babysitter, Mrs. Kelly's house, and being given a Dixie cup with cereal in it as my afternoon snack. There were a few other kids my age who got the same, and I honestly remember, even at that age, looking at the other kids wondering if they felt as I did, that this can't possibly be all we get. How are they not all still starving? It's funny, when I started thinking about the topic of food anxiety, I noticed that my entire life has been dotted with similar experiences. In high school, my best friend Sally and I were going to the local 7-Eleven and picking up candy, only to backtrack and also get a salty snack because everyone knows you need to have the taste of salt after a sweet, and then another sweet after salty, and back and forth, of course. Because I would only choose candy items based on how long they took to eat, I would never get Reese's Cups because, pfft, There are only two of them. How unsatisfying and gone way too quickly. After college, when I was teaching a bazillion fitness classes every week and doing two or more hours of cardio a day, I exercised so that I could eat whatever I wanted, even though the look I was carrying at the time was a waterlogged cardio one. And one thing I would always do would be to get bagels on Saturday morning. I would get a sausage, egg, and cheese on a plain bagel. What if one bagel is not enough and I'm still hungry after? So I would also get a cinnamon sugar bagel with cream cheese too, because you know, the savory sweet alternating thing again. Even a few years ago, I would do a weekly Reese's Pieces cheat every Sunday night, turning it into a cozy ritual. I would bundle up on the sofa to watch my favorite Sunday night HBO show with my Reese's. And here comes my partner holding their hand out for my Reese's. Are they insane? Don't they know I only do this once a week? I'm not sharing. Thus, I started getting them their own separate bag that I could then throw at them when they reached for mine. Ha! See? FOMO. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out on the fun of food. Anxiety about the scarcity of food. 
though it wasn't on a conscious level, I lived in a constant state of food anxiety. In my head, will I be able to get enough of all the yummy foods I want to stuff down my throat at this one and only opportunity because come Monday, I can't have any of it again, so I need to take advantage of it all right now? Maybe you've had similar experiences. Maybe you haven't. But I believe that many of us have an underlying anxiety about food that manifests in urgency. We don't want to miss the opportunity to have this custom cake at this wedding or the few and far between opportunity to have popcorn at the movies or this award-winning dessert at this special restaurant I don't know if I'll ever get to eat at again. I understand completely. And I'm actually not knocking on an every once in a while indulgence. But when it snowballs into feeling like you're missing out every single day on some potentially yummy food item, then you're actually being 100% ruled by your environment. No wonder you, ironically, feel no sense of satisfaction when you eat whatever it is you feel like you're missing out on, because you're always looking for the next chance to eat at your heart's desire. A coworker is eating something new and delicious that you just have to try. Or when your office pals hit happy hour, you'll say, I'll have whatever everyone else is having. Or at a dinner party or holiday party where you get to eat seasonal treats like eggnog, gingerbread, or those adorable little mini pumpkin cheesecakes. Or when a friend comes over to spend quality time by bringing out the wine, cheese, and crackers. Bottom line is, we can find opportunities for missing out on yummy food every single day. I can drive by McDonald's and see all the cars in the drive-thru and get depressed because... Look at all those people who can eat Big Macs and I have to eat this dry chicken breast and these steamed veggies. I can feel left out when I go to my Italian in-law's house on Friday night after a long week of work and watch everyone else devour bread, cheese, pasta, and tiramisu and make the choice not to. Or I can choose to not feel left out. I can actively choose my eating habits. I can choose to feel satisfied by my choices and actually take pride in the fact that I don't let my environment dictate my choices. In this way, I am more in control than ever. So the key, if you are feeling FOMO around food, is your attitude, how you perceive the situation. FOMO is a choice. Let other people be swayed by their environments. You make choices for your own healthy lifestyle without circumstantial considerations. Let your ability to not take things, places, and people into consideration be a source of pride and affirmation for you. This attitude shift takes practice and patience, but the good news is that the more you make your own choices and refuse to feel left out of to-be-regretted-later yummy food encounters, the easier it becomes to see things that way. Essentially, it's like strengthening your willpower muscle, reinforcing it until you get to the point when the FOMO food you used to desire actually holds no appeal for you because you found a way to eat that already satisfies you. I'm currently working on a follow-up to this post where I'll go more in-depth about food anxiety and what drives us to eat out of stress or because we think it makes us feel better. We think comfort food is supposed to comfort us when in actuality, it makes us more remorseful, uncomfortable, and physically worse later. But in the moment, it's hard to be aware of that. Food anxiety is an elaborate interplay of brain chemistry, triggers plus resulting habit loops, scarcity versus abundance mindset, and misguided stress management, including physiological factors.
You just listened to the post titled, Do You Have FOMO Around Food? by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. And I'll be right back with my commentary. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I was so happy that today's author, Jill, was so honest with us in her post. Jill admitted, obviously, she experiences food FOMO. Well, Jill has inspired me to be honest too. Believe it or not, I experience food FOMO. Quick story. Recently, I was at Disneyland with my family. We were celebrating birthdays. And we know that birthdays aren't just about a trip to an amusement park because calories don't count on your birthday, right? Note the sarcasm in my voice. Of course, calories count. They count every day. But because we were celebrating birthdays and we were at Disneyland, every family member in my party said they have to eat a Disneyland churro. Now, in case you're not familiar with what a churro is, It's basically a fritter, so dough that's been deep fried. As if that's not delicious enough, after it's been deep fried, with a churro, the dough is then rolled around in cinnamon sugar. So these deep fried cinnamon sugar coated churros are a Disneyland specialty. Plus at Disneyland, they make these churros super ginormous. They're about 16 inches long or about 41 centimeters. So we're talking... 16 inches or 40 centimeters of fried dough and sugar. It wasn't surprising to me that everyone wanted a taste of a Disneyland churro. What did surprise me was that everyone wanted their own because again, they're ginormous. I was the exception. I said I was still full from lunch. So everyone's sitting around enjoying their churro and I started to get a little food FOMO. See, I had a point to this story. I mean, come on, it's hard to resist the smell of fried dough and cinnamon sugar. I am human after all. So even though I was still full from lunch, which was true, I gently asked a family member if I could have a bite of one of their churros. They graciously agreed. I carefully broke off about an inch of fried dough from the top and savored it and felt perfectly satisfied. I didn't need any more than that little bite. So all of this to say that even if you experience food FOMO, it doesn't mean you have to indulge completely. Sometimes, one or two bites are enough to satisfy. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing this show. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.